Welcome to the show, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Life 65, iHeartRadio, Mad Max Radio, Bally Baby, Atlanta Zone joins me here on Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, her newest EP, Book of Bally, Volume 2, available on all platforms now. She's here on the show tonight. Welcome to the show. How's everything going? It's going great. Uh, how are you today? Yeah, I'm doing well. You know, congratulations on the EP. You've accomplished a lot here. Looking back on your journey, because just learning about you and doing my research, you're you're 26 right now. So how does it feel to be 26 and have accomplished so much this far? What what do you feel as though this EP has brought you at this stage of your career? Um, well, it's kind of weird saying that I'm 26. I keep like slipping up and be like, I'm 26. So I, it it feels great. Um. I feel like I'm an old woman now, you know, and I need to, <laughs> but I feel like I've done a lot though. You know, I feel like I've done a lot for my career. I'm happy I was able to drop this tape and kind of show like my versatility. Um, I think before I kind of like separated like how I did different things. And I think now at my age, I know I can like put everything together, put it in a big little pot, you know what I'm saying? And my fans will love it. Yeah. And how's the response so far with the new release? They love it. What's so crazy is with every tape I drop, I never know what song's going to like the song I love and the song everyone else love is always something different. But they they love it. Like, I'm I'm so happy to write this. That yeah. The responses is what they are. My fans are really excited. What's the one going crazy? What's the anthem that you noticed so far? Is it take a shot? Hot sauce. It's hot so sauce. Crazy, right? I'm I'm like, take a shot, take a yeah. shot. Everyone's like, no girl, hot sauce. So <laughs> No, but I'm not surprised because of the EP. I definitely enjoy listening to it. And when looking back on your work, I think Baylor Swift, that's my favorite. My favorite song on there is is Backseat. That's the one because it's just, it's different. You weren't afraid to try something new. And we need that from artists nowadays. And, you know, have you thought about revisiting that in the future and, and touching back into your rock roots? Yes. All going way back to Guitar Hero? Of course. I actually have already made some Baylor Swift music. It's already in the vault. So, Yes, I can't wait to bring that back out. That's really like one of my favorite things because it was the most challenging for me to do. So that's definitely like my favorite type genre and music to kind of make. I call it pop rock. Pop rock. And I think we need that because when you look at hip hop, I think we should have like that rock star or even for your case. You rock know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a little grungy, a little, you know, outside yeah. of the box type of if you want to listen to something different in the car, like. Definitely. Exactly. We need that. And, you know, just thinking about it, if you were to collab, because I know you want to work with Madonna. I've heard Lana Del Rey. You've had a lot of outside influences from hip hop. Who's like that 90s rock star? And I know grunge has kind of faded away, you know, with Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. That was in the 90s and he's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. but who's kind of like that out of box feature that you would love to work with, like in the rock genre itself from that time period? Like right now? Alive? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. See, I really, 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 truly love Motley Crue. If I can get some okay. song with <laughs> Motley Crue, <laughs> I would be happy. <laughs> it, I, I know he's controversial right now. Kanye worked with him. I think it, it, for some reason, some of your music, it, especially the aesthetic, because you kind of have that horror aesthetic, especially with resurrection, with the imaging. Mm -hmm. I think Marilyn Manson would go great if you would. Oh work my with him. God, of course. Me, that would be. That would be insane. I would love to do that. Yeah, like, I know it's controversial, but who is I it I love anymore? the controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot me right in that. Love that. 
Exactly. I think that would definitely work well, work well with the imaging, everything, the message. Yes, that would be great, actually. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Uh, of course. And, you know, as far as like when you're going on these tours, what, what's that city? Because I learned about you have a, a attraction to St. Louis. I heard that there's yeah. something about St. Louis that you like. What is it about there, especially when going on tour? And connecting I don't know. I've just been I've just been around a lot of St. Louis artists lately and I just love them. I love their aesthetic. I love the way they rap. I like I just love it. it you need to get a feature with the St. Lunatics. You need that Nelly. <laughs> Right. St. Lunatics, that's the code. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that to someone from St. Louis and see what they say. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Murphy Lee, they were going crazy early 2000s. So you got that scene down there. It, how easy, because I remember when you were going crazy with going viral, Designer was the first song. As soon as you dropped that, went viral on Twitter. How long did it take for the, the hip-hop community to embrace you right off the bat as soon as going viral? Um, literally it was, it was instant. Like I, I dropped the song and my stuff was everywhere. Like before that though, like before I had dropped designer, um, I was going viral before my music had even dropped me just freestyling on Twitter. So when I dropped designer, everyone was like, Oh my God. And so it was just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> even two chains. I think two chains was uh, campaigning there for, I think posted something on Instagram to free you pretty much. Yeah, when I went to jail, two chains yeah. like made a little post of me and DJ Smalls. It was crazy. But I mean, I think the creative background only makes sense because early on I learned about it, especially in music. You played the piano when you were younger. I heard that you played six years, you took lessons. Yes. Oh my God, you didn't dig deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I played piano for a long ass time. My mom had me in piano. Um just randomly. Like my mom like wanted all of us to play an instrument. So of course I picked piano. So I know how to play. Yeah, Beethoven me. Okay, so when I pop up on stage one day playing the piano, just don't be surprised. We need to flip to what's what's that song? A thousand miles. That, that's always big. I, I, yes. Right? Uh, oh my god, I gotta do that. I gotta do a little. Yeah, I, that would definitely work for you. As far as have you thought about like showcasing like a live? band or something live with your instrumentalization with piano yes. have you thought about? Uh, yeah. i actually performed with the live band before oh wow how was that in la um yeah it was it was amazing uh love ghosts i have a song with them Just check it out you probably love it um and yeah i performed with them a live band it was great i would love to do that like when i do a tour for like a band or swift or something like that i'm definitely doing a live band on tour Oh, for sure. And we're going to see how that that's just going to skyrocket from there. You also have been to Tokyo. So how was that? Yeah, how was so, that? Yes, it was great. I love Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo is my speed. Like I would definitely up and pack and just move to Tokyo and not tell anybody and just be out there for like a year. Like it's so great. It's fast. I tell you, it's super fast. Like they don't <laughs> sleep. They're lit all the time. Turn. They on 10. Like I thought we was on 10 over here. No, they're on a 10 over there. It, how much was it of them being in love with your music as far as the, the rock side of it? Because that's that's interesting. That's the side that they really like. Baylor wow. Swift, that's the side that they really was tuned into and like wanted me to perform and do stuff like that. You know, they really didn't like they like liked my rap music, but they really was more in tune with the different side, the pop and the rock. Like that's what really drew them to me. I mean, what's the vibe? Because I feel like there's such a void 
now with Young Thug, everything that happened with that situation, and of course with the, the whole thing with Migos that you know losing a member, what's the vibe down there in Atlanta? Because I mean, you still got Lil Baby, you got some artists down there still, still the the top music scene in the country. But what's the feeling now? Because I feel as though you've been popping for years now. Do you feel as though that you're looking to really take the next stride to you know? Is that what, what's the feeling for you? You feel like down there in Atlanta? Um, I definitely would say it's like a empty void kind of feeling out here right now I would definitely say that but I think you know we still are are going strong with our trap you know we always gonna have the trap music so I feel like that's always gonna be the vibe out here no matter what like (laughs) it's always just gonna be trap exactly It, it and that's the sound that's where it originated it's funny because when you when you blew up off a of rap, that's kind of when you started first listening to it because we go back to the guitar hero that yeah, you were right, I, rock I prior. Really, yeah, I wasn't even really like a trap listener myself. Like I really listened to, you know, like I said, Lana Del Rey and Guitar Hero Music and Miley Cyrus and like stuff like that. So. <laughs> I did hear you want to work with Miley. What, what is it about Miley Cyrus that you think? Yes, you I don't down know. With? I just love her. She's just, I don't know. I just love her. I love her music. I've always loved her. Like since she was Hannah Montana. So that's been my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, speaking of bitches in Paris. Was this uh, your own flipping homage to Jay Z and Kanye's record off of Watch the Throne? Yes. Yeah. Um. It what's crazy is that that wasn't even like the idea when we made the song. It was after we made the song. Alex texted me. She was like, "We have to call it Bitches in Paris." And I'm like, "Yes, actually." So <laughs> that's why that's where it came about. And I was like, "Yeah, this perfectly fits." Yeah, and hopefully down the road when you connect with Kanye, maybe we could do a remix too. Oh God, they're gonna love it. So they're gonna hear it. They're gonna eat it up. We're gonna do a remix, all of us. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Fire, and and I like this design. Did you make this? Because I know you used to do some work with sneakers, handbags. Is that your own art behind you? Did you make that? No, this is um my friend Trap Art God. He he did this whole wall okay, yeah. behind wow. me. I did some other walls in this house, but he did this wall. This is massive. It's great. He's in Atlanta area, guys, if you guys want some. That, that's fire. It, it, it used to talk to me about some of these sneakers and, and handbag designs that you used to do, because this is this is another artistic area that you used to. Yeah, yourself I used with. To, yeah. I, I mean, I still do. I kind of still do art like I do graphics. A lot of my like my cover art, I um. I made the cover art. Someone else made the characters and then I put it all together, made the background, the words, the the track list and all that stuff. So I still kind of do art, but more digitalized. Mm. But yeah, that's what I used to do before I started rapping. I used to paint on shoes, paint on bags, paint on jackets, paint on walls. Like I used to paint on everything. (laughs) Graffiti? No, more like literally full-blown designs. Art paint cartoons and i used to love drawing cartoons like my version of cartoons and stuff fire and speaking about the cover art when we look at your newest ep have you thought about making it your own illustration in the physical copy like your own version and releasing it yes i do want to do a comic book actually. oh that's fire um yeah for it like a little like superhero me and like the different versions of me and I want to make a book since it's like the book of Valley and kind of put the CD like in the back of the book instead of having like CDs. So, yeah, when I go on tour, I'll have that and it'll be exclusive, limited to the real fans. And then from there, when you release the comic, you got to create your own animation show with that. 
Exactly. And then I got to go to Adult Swim and they got to pick yeah. it up and bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> See, it, one thing always goes into another there. And, and how, how's your parents, you know, since you've blown up in, in the hip hop world and being so successful in music, how does your parents feel? Because I heard that they they were strict. And when you have strict parents, mm-hmm. you've said it before in the past, you become wild. So right. how do they feel? Um, they're my biggest fans. My dad's always playing my music for everybody. Um, my mom, same. She tells everyone I'm her daughter. She's always talking to me about stuff. Like we, we sometimes even bump heads. Like she'd be like, you didn't do this. Like you didn't do that for your career. Like she's so funny, but they're all great. My whole family though, like my brothers, my sisters, you know, they're all super, super supportive. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the interview, I mentioned, because you are, you are 26, what's something that you wish that you jumped on sooner or started working on sooner now that you are 26 because sometimes when you think man I wish I took advantage of this earlier what's something you feel as though that you got on earlier in in your career um the business side uh when I when I first started doing music I literally was just having fun I was just having freaking blast like I was (laughs) wherever the wind blew me I was there you know like you know, whatever the the price was like I didn't care I just wanted to do the music you know what I'm saying and I wasn't really like all the way right on the business side like I am now and how I understand everything now so I would say that's the one thing definitely who taught you about is it about the business because I know you've been independent I know you want to figure it out myself you gotta figure out yourself (laughs) 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 but I know now yeah oh that's important that you do and and reading under there because when I looked under the book of Bally volume two it says RBC RBG so are you signed with a late or is this just a distribution deal yeah, I'm with them for a distro deal, um, okay. you know, but I might go in and do a, a label deal if they're feeling me, you know what I'm saying? I, I hope it works out. I think it's long overdue here. There's a lot of artists. I know they bit off of what you've done. We're not going to say their names or the biters. And, you know, they've ran with it, unfortunately. But I, I think that deal is going to come. And like you said, you don't want the labels to blow you up. You want to have something going for yourself, which you already have when you sign that seven figure deal. It's got to be seven figures. Exactly. Nothing less. No. (laughs) Uh, So what's on the docket here for the tour? Because you got to have something together. You got some performances lined up for the Book of Bally volume two? Yes. um, I actually just got booked for LA in December. um, El Rey Theater. So we're doing that. We're working on performances in Miami and New York too and Houston right now so we're getting all that together a little little something from my special fans um i'm actually working on something overseas too so okay i'm trying to get yeah we're gonna lock in at least one overseas show as well fire i definitely think you have you thought about getting into like acting because i know you're really you really sketch your videos out you make skits out of you really put a lot of work in you have you thought about venturing into like acting or doing yeah I mean, you got I the la scene to. I would would love to I've actually tried out for a role but it was like a very serious role and it wasn't like for me but I definitely do I definitely want to get into like you know some like I would be like an action comedy type of gal like that's fire like I want to do my own stunts and shit you know oh wow yeah that's dangerous no that you're taking a risk there that's definitely courageous is there like of course is is there definitely is there a role you can kind of give us off the top of your mind, like from a movie that you could, you think you would fit in that we can kind of get a picture of what you, the type of personality you are in a movie. Oh, uh, maybe like a, 
like a fat Amy in like one of her little action comedy movies. I think I'm kind of like her. Like I'm, I really have like dry humor. Okay. Like I'm super sarcastic, dry humory kind of movie. Like one of those like super satire. Like you have to understand the jokes to it be funny to you. How about a sports movie? Because you, I heard that you could have got a scholarship from soccer. I could do a sports movie. It's not to be like a funny sport. It could be like a serious sports yeah. movie. But yes, I can do a sports movie. <laughs> and, and with the scholarship that you could have really gone far with, talk to me about some of the, the major highlights of your soccer career because I heard you were a great player. Yeah, I was I was freaking awesome. I was on um, Select. I really, uh, in middle school. So in middle school, you know, I was my mom was talking to colleges and stuff like that. And then... Um, when I got to high school, I kind of like fell off with it and I started doing cheerleading and I was like, okay, well, I could just do the same thing. I can do cheerleading, blah, blah, blah. And I got kicked off the cheerleading squad. So then I was like, you know what? Like sports just isn't for me, clearly. But I actually was talking, like, I'd be talking to my friends all the time. Like I would definitely go back and like play soccer, like recreational, like, you know, get on a team and stuff like that. I would definitely do that. Like the celebrity all-star game for basketball. They have a celebrity soccer. So, yes, game. actually, I'm going to do that. Don't say that again. And don't tell anyone else that. But I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm have a celebrity soccer game. Yeah, and you could be the leader of that and be your own captain 100%. And and I did, I you know, just learning about your whole story, you know, with coming out and just being who you are in life. Is it difficult? Because when we look at other artists within the genre and it's real male dominant, and then you have the other side of it, which you, coming out and admitting that you were bi do you feel as though it was difficult because i mean you have other artists like the brat queen latifah within the genre that are also you know bisexual and and lesbian of course so was it difficult for you to come out and admit that no because i don't really i don't really really care what other people think or say so nothing really be too hard for me to come out and say it or deal with it or handle because you people say shit about you no matter what straight by gay say like it doesn't matter no because i I always recognize that and just wonder what artists go through when they're different because that's what makes them who they are as a person because you know there's always going to be people that judge people based on that and just discriminate and you know get leave them out of opportunities and it's unfortunate we've had that in this industry but i just wanted to make sure everything was good on your side you know that's important yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what these people think, so <laughs> <laughs> don't matter. Exactly. No, you can't worry about that. And with pushing, for, you always speak about it. You got to keep pushing forward. Don't listen to anyone else. I wanted to get into the, the Playgirls because apparently you got Playgirls all over the place. I'm from mm-hmm. Connecticut. So how did you, because I, I went to school out in New York and Queens for four years. That's how I was getting out of here. I'm planning on relocating. How did you find Playgirls in Connecticut? Because Connecticut, there's nothing here. It's dead. I had a Terrible. show in Connecticut. I had a couple shows in Connecticut, actually, crazily. I had, I did music videos. It was like, I was like, it was a whole bunch of Connecticut artists I was doing features with. It was just crazy. It was because I was in New York so much. And like, like you said, Connecticut and New York is like right there. Hop, skip, and a jump. So I was, you know, back and forth from Connecticut to New York, from Connecticut to New York. So I ended up meeting lots of Connecticut artists, actually. Whole Who scene of Connecticut artists. Who were some artists you met from Connecticut? Can't even tell you any of their names because it was so <laughs> long ago. But I can tell you my artist name, which is Slim Bundy. Check her out. She's a Connecticut artist, bitch or nigga in Connecticut. 
what are your th- what were your thoughts on coming here for the because uh, Connecticut never gets high. I mean, I don't really want to speak on it too much. I only speak on it when I'm asked about it because I'm from here. But what are your thoughts on it as an outsider coming here? What are your thoughts about Connecticut? I mean, when I go to smaller places, it actually be super turned because since there's nothing to do out there, everyone yeah. comes out and it's <laughs> ridiculous fun and like it was like and I performed at like house parties. Like it wasn't even like like a stage or like a club or anything i i did like house parties and stuff so it was ridiculously lit so i have fun in connecticut <laughs> no that's a first it may, hey you never know maybe you could create the come out here create a music scene in your own event i mean you got the playgirls out here so you know uh-huh. what's your eventually end goal with the playgirls have you thought about taking them all on like a worldwide tour or some kind of like expansion tour you plan on taking them with yeah, but that's small for for my girls. I want to, you know, sign a deal with a major and kind of get an imprint and really have a label and really start, you know, signing females and have an all female label. I don't, I don't think there's an all female label right now with anybody. No. So that that would be history. If any labels are listening and want to be a part of the future, yeah, that would be history. It, I mean. That would be huge. And you speak about always wanting to work with females and hiring, especially for camera work. So you're always giving females opportunity. And we need that. It's a male-dominant industry. We we definitely need more of that. And, and Bally, baby, is there anything else you got to let the audience know here that we didn't touch on that you want to let your fans know that you have on the way? Anything else? Um, we already know straight in the book of Valley Volume Two. You already know. Follow me on everything by the baby. I gotta do is Google me. Everything will come up. Follow the whorehouse for all events. We're gonna be lit for the rest of this year. Um and yeah. Oh, and hot sauce video. It's on it's motherfucking way. Oh wow. So that's the that's the number one song now. Just wait until you get the visual for it. Now exactly. it's really he's go- texting you while he's on the phone. So I hope it's the link to the motherfucking video. Yeah. You got something special planned for Halloween? Because I feel like that's your time of year. Of course, but I can't spoil the surprise. Oh. So you guys are just gonna have to wait and see. Crazy. No, we'll be looking forward to it. And you don't you're someone that doesn't set goals because you feel as though that can limit you. So you just want to see how far you can take this. And I agree mm-hmm. because if you don't live up to that goal, you're going to be disappointed. Right. So as far as I go. Exactly. Bally baby. Thank you for coming on the show here tonight. Book of Bally volume two is available on all platforms. It's available in my rotation. Now Mad Max radio live to 65. Go check it out. Go download it, stream it, support. I appreciate it. Bally baby. Thank you. Of course. Great talking to you. Thank you. Anytime. Shout out to your management for getting us connected. Anytime you need anything from me, you're always welcome on the show. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a great night.